This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door, including my favourite, the Quarter Pounder with cheese. Mm. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Delivery. so the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get reward points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello everybody and welcome to episode number 187 of the Stacey West podcast. I am Ben and I'm joined this week by Jake. How are you doing mate? Are you well? Yeah, I'm good mate, thank you. I've uh... I've had a long day, but but as of you, it, it's pretty late as we sit and record this. Um, I, I don't know about you, Ben. I just thought I'd tell you something interesting. This week, I've been asked by colleagues at, at the college to to give uh, guest lectures on how to be a professional podcaster. I've, I've been doing that this week. Um, Hang on, are you getting paid for this? No, uh, well, no, well, I get because that's what profession. I mean, professional in terms, you know, it kind of infers two things. One is that you get paid for it, and one is that you know it's it's a professional product that we put out. And I don't yeah. think either of those are true. Has Gaz not been sipping your brown envelopes like he has to me and Chris? That's all. <sighs> no, I'll, I'll, I'll have to have words. I'll have to have words. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's been a week, hasn't it? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've had a lovely week, Ben. Um, I had a lovely drive to Chippenham on, on Saturday, and then um, Bristol on Tuesday night. That was that was absolutely lovely. Um, yeah, it's it's been a, it's been a bit of a strange one, isn't it? And uh, hopefully, we're about what forty five minutes away from drawing Man United or Liverpool out of, out of the hat for the cup. So we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. So so we are um, uh, we are basically recording this quite late on we normally do it relatively early in the evening but we've, we've said that we'll we'll see if we can uh, stick around to see who we get in the next round of the cup so we can actually talk about that but uh, yeah let's let's start with saturday um okay it was a, a horrible gray day that you know it was it was raining for most of it um, and it was a horrible grey performance, wasn't it? I don't think there was anything really to write home about on Saturday. Well, um, well, I had a lovely day, Ben. Um, left Lincoln. I think, was, you, was, I think you were at least half cut by the time that I bumped into you. I think I was what? At least half cut. What does that mean? Like drunk. halfway, halfway drunk. No, because I was driving. Oh, for God's sake. So that's your natural demeanour, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, 
Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I, me and Luca left about eight eight thirty. I think we left Lincoln after a Matthew's yeah. breakfast. Uh, drivers bit of a pain because the issue we're getting to Chippenham is Ben, as you will know, and, and several other people that listen to the podcast knows. You, you don't go really on any motorways, do you? It's pretty much all just A roads down there. Like you go, you down. can go, you you can sort of go across the M5 and down, which we but, had to do in the end because it was uh, we went over on Friday night and, and stopped with family as I said previously. But that that was the A46 was closed. Um, oh, Rachel said, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the A46 was closed, so we had to go sort of across and down. But yeah, I mean, if you if you go sort of. Oh, it was a nightmare uh, then. Hill, it was hilly, it was left, yeah. right. Driving in Lincolnshire, I don't think we realise how lucky we are. The roads are just flat and straight. Yeah, everything else is a bloody nightmare. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you if you do that drive in the summer, it's actually really nice. You can go through the, the nice, quiet little towns and villages, go through like uh, Morton Marsh. That's a lovely little town. Um, but we're basically trying to deflect away from the football now aren't we no no uh, well i'll continue we had a lovely little walk into <laughs> chippen and ben was parked at the sheldon school where they put on free parking Do you know it sort of felt we were we were literally we got into chippen and we got walking towards the town center and it just felt like a bit of a massive day for the area do you know what i mean like i, I, mm. I could sense like people were stopping us and say like asking us how we were how the journey was saying oh uh, we're gonna beat you which i laughed off i i then as we were pretty close to the Weatherspoons actually we, we got into the town centre bit and there were about five or six lads who I'm guessing it was their first ever Chippenham game uh, walking down the high street with a blue flare singing about singing Link get battered everywhere they go I mean this was about maybe 12 o'clock in, in you know midday so um, I could sort of sense there was a vibe I had a lovely had a lovely meal at the at the Weatherspoons Ben uh, I don't know, don't know what you did pre-game but um Nice enough place, Chip, and obviously you've got family down there, but um, yeah, I am trying to deflect from the football event. Um, yeah, I thought so. It was nice, and the ground, the grounds are nice. It was, it it, it wasn't a shithole. I, I quite, <laughs> enjoyed, it, it's got a bit of character to it, hasn't it? I mean, mm. I, I didn't enjoy the open terrace behind the goal, um, and obviously, no. you didn't have that two minutes after walking in, which crikey, that was fun. Yeah, I mean, it's just. It, it was a tip, like a proper non-league ground, wasn't it? You know, it's sort of it. You had your, your bar in this inside the stadium, um, which obviously we couldn't get access to because it was in the home end. Bumped um, into a few people outside again, like you say. I think that they, they had the the sort of feeling that it was a you know their big day, and it was uh, it was something that they weren't necessarily going to forget, regardless of what the result was. Um, obviously. They're never going to forget it now, but um, yeah, it was. It was just we actually arrived as the team coach was trying to get back out onto the main road, and it actually bottomed out on the road because of the the incline as they went up. And I think they might have taken the exhaust off, so it was a bit of a bit of a shite day all round, really, on that one. But uh, yeah, when I think when the game kicked off, uh, well, even before that, we saw the lineup, and I mean. I know we will obviously come on to the, the topic of the post-match uh, interview in a bit, but I think we all raised a few eyebrows at the fact that it was a five at you know three at the back, five at the back lineup again. Um, however, obviously there are 
circumstances with you know with injuries and, and players that were unavailable uh, on Saturday as well. So, um, yeah, I, I just think we still we, we had the quality to to beat Chippenham on on Saturday. Uh, we should have done um, in the squad. You know, I, I don't think it should have been a, a massively troubling game, um, but as we saw, it it didn't transpire to be that way it was uh, it was just a, a really flat performance all around and uh, I mean as soon as we got to about half an hour in I could see exactly what was going to happen I thought well we you know we're not going to get anything from this game now it just got it, it, there wasn't a lot of, of cutting edge in the first half um the game sort of didn't really spark into life too much um and then obviously you know Chippenham scored and uh, and we failed to to get anything back from it, um, with the exception of a perfectly good goal, in my opinion, that was that was ruled out by Max, uh, you know, from Max Sanders. But you know, ultimately, I don't think we deserve to win that game. I don't think we really deserve to take anything from it. Um, and I said after the fact, you know, fair play to to Chippenham. They did what they needed to do. Um, they managed to to you know hold us up from playing any football. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I hope they get. You know, I think they got Burton. Way to, they're Burton. like Burton, aren't they? Yeah. So you know, it's not the biggest of money ties, but you know, who knows? Maybe they can do the same again and, and get a big team in the third round. But yeah, yeah, I, I, it was a weird one. But obviously, um, from when the team come out, people were moaning that we were playing five at the back. Um, I can see why he he played the side that he did. I think Robbo and and. Um, Regan at fullback sort of screamed to me that they were a bit more, uh, they were probably 10 yards further up the pitch than the defenders, um, mm. which which I was happy with actually, the fact that we were playing just three at the back. Um, what I noticed pretty much straight away was that the ground was pretty small, um, like the pitch was tiny. Uh, and I thought that, I, I mean, Chippenham play a, a, they played a decent brand of football to be fair to them. I think the fact that they know the pitch a bit better probably helped them I mean, I'm not I'm coming up with excuses I know that um, <laughs> obviously um, I, I think there was a lad that was part of the 617 lot that, that was with Nick spoke to Rushy before the game he said he was out for two weeks but clearly that was rubbish because he was back on Tuesday night wasn't he uh, mm. I think he probably just cut, uh, Brighton probably just didn't want him to play in case of a recall and then Jack Diamond as well, clearly, clearly the, the same as any probably cup tied in case Sunderland want to use him if he ever goes back. So, um, look, the first half we've got to score early, um, yeah. and you know to to eliminate any opportunity of, of, of egg on our face, we had to score early. And we had to press early on, and I didn't think we did that enough. We, we, we were attacking quite a bit. The, the ball was down the far end quite a lot of the pitch. But if you look at our attacks, they always had a, a an out ball. They were never pinned back. We never, we never sustained attacks like we like we did on um, on Tuesday night, which mm. and we and we have in previous games, which is really disappointing. Um, you know, given the players on the pitch, you know, um, Teddy Bishop obviously coming back, he's someone that you think is miles above that level. But um, yeah, just a disappointing. And then you, you you saw the goal coming, didn't you? Really? Um, yeah. It was it was one of their only forays forward, uh, come from a, a long throw in, I believe it was, wasn't it? And then it was cleared out. I personally, I mean, you know, like I say, I'm, I'm always going to have the Lincoln City um, tinted spectacles on, but I thought there was a foul in, in the box 
for their goal on. I think it was Robbo no, was pushed no, in I the back. No, no, not well. This, this, not for this me. Was, this was me on Saturday. This was me on Saturday. I was very angry uh, that hmm. we had just conceded to bloody Chippenham Town. Uh, and to be fair to them, I think it's Hanks or Hans or whatever his name is. It, Really good finish. It's a um, cute finish, isn't it? Is yeah. And then to be fair, just the celebration sort of showed you what it meant to them. And second half, second half, I actually thought we actually played a lot better. Um, we come out pretty early. I think Teddy hit the bar, had one uh, just wide of the post as well. Uh, and to be fair, we were taking the mick out of the goalkeeper, Will, um, but he made a really good save from Regan Paul. Mm-hmm. Made one from Pordy as well, who tipped it over the bar. Um, obviously we've got the goal that, that that's ridiculously disallowed um, the defender who he's claiming has got a head injury his head's probably about well he didn't six... even claim that he didn't even claim it he just sort of if you watch the replay he, he goes down to head it obviously he's about two foot off the ground um, I think it was Matty Virtue wasn't it goes goes to kind of follow the ball up um, withdraws well looks like he almost Almost makes contact, then withdraws his foot, um, and then you know Sanders smashes it in. And I just thought, if if you're going to give that as a foul, you know, there's there's no point in in being a referee. To be honest, I, I just no. thought it was really poor from him. Yeah, it was, um, ne- it was never going to be our day, was it? When 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 no, that happened, um, and ultimately they they were able to close the game down. I was surprised they actually didn't get a second, based on the way that. That mm. we defended towards the end of the game, I think they probably could have had. I think a better team would have would have would have gone scored a second. Yeah, there's there's a moment one they late on where they uh, they made that break down the right and uh, sort of well, cut in. And it, there was a ball back to Jordan Wright as well that was never on, and for some reason it got played. And uh, Jordan Wright was in all sorts of stitches with his feet, which it probably isn't his strength. But do you know what? Ben, I, I've I've had a few days to reflect. But like, just fair fucking play, chipping them. Like, yeah, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Just fair for like w- w- we are where we are. And I've, this is what my dad my dad had to talk sense into me on the way home because I was seething. <laughs> um, we are where we are because of that competition. Like without that competition, yeah. there's no chance we'd be in Sky Bet League One. We'd probably be we're just about getting into League Two. It's a really important competition for the history of our football club, and and sometimes. You just got to give another club its day, and and yet yeah, and Saturday was Chippenham Town's day, and uh, and Fairfax because I thought they, I thought they're off the ball, they were brilliant. I think um, they defended for the lies, they were throwing bodies in the way, similar to our performance at Ipswich. Probably they were just chucking defended bodies mm. in the way, keeping out a really good game, and, and and you know what, it it wasn't our day, but I'm glad it was it was their day, and we could we could make it their day. I mean, I know it's very soft of me to to say fair enough but um, just yeah the, the, there's not really a lot else to say mm. I'm just happy I'm just happy for Ch- I just wish they would have got a better draw in the second round because Burton yeah, yeah. way is, is a is a piss poor draw that you'd want someone like a um, an Ipswich or a Sheffield Wednesday wouldn't you but you know they, they'll probably sell out at, at Burton uh, and fair play to them. I hope they go and get that third round tie. And I, I hope chipping over the story of the FA Cup this year. Um, yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, I, I think the thing that you know, I think the thing that we probably want to mention is you know, obviously nobody, nobody was happy coming away from that game on Saturday. You know, it was it was awful. It was it was really hard watch, um, and. As is always the way, some of the reaction was 
was well overboard. Um, and it was, it was just one of those evenings where I, I kind of distanced myself from, from the socials a little bit. Cause it was just, when you go out to a team, 80 odd places and like below you in the league, like, yes, it hurts. Yes. It was crap. Yes. Nobody enjoyed it. And no, there wasn't, there wasn't really anything to, to shout about from Saturday at all. Um, you know, the, the best part of the weekend was the fact that I got to see Manana, who I've not seen for a while. And it's like that, that's, that's it for me. Like that oh, was the weekend, but, oh, you don't um, well, oh. you know, I don't get to see it that often. Um, but the thing is we are, and I hate, you know, I don't like using the term because I know people get fed up with it, but we're still a work in progress as a, as a team at the moment. Like we're not, we will be judged by where we are at the end of the season. And even then, you know, this is, this is Mark Kennedy's first season in management, um, you know, full time with a professional club. If I, I don't really count Macclesfield cause he wasn't there for, for too long. Um, and it's, you know, I think he's a, I think Gaz made a good point actually on, on Twitter yesterday where he said that, um, it almost seemed like he had an air of the Mourinho or the Fergie about him where he gave a little bit of an acidic interview to put the pressure on him rather than, you know, rather than the players taking a lot of the flack. And I think if that was the intent, I think he's done really well to do it because obviously, you know, he got a lot of flack for it. But um, yeah, it, it was just a just a poor day all round. Um, and there's no no defending it. There's no, you know, looking on the bright side of it. It was awful and we shouldn't have gone out of the FA Cup in the manner that we did. But the truth is that we have done and we sort of had to very quickly put it behind us um, to see if we could get, you know, players back or players in the lineup that that could play on Tuesday against Bristol City that, that didn't play against Chippenham. And, um, well... We, we managed to put a response out, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, I think the only people that expected Lincoln to go down to Bristol City and turn them over was probably us. Um, no. No? I mean, I, well, I think the th- I think a few people, as, as, as I was leaving the ground uh, on Saturday, I heard a few people saying, oh, you know, watch us go and beat Plymouth now and sort of glossing <laughs> over the Bristol City game. It's like, you know, people say, oh, we'll beat Plymouth and we'll lose to Morecambe. It's like, you can almost see it, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I d- I, just, I don't think anybody was expecting what happened on Tuesday. Yeah, just just to to sort of wrap um, Saturday up with, with Mark Kennedy's comments. I think you know I, I agree with you on what Gaz said. I think it was um, I think it was good of him to come out and say it, say what he did. Um, you know, just alleviate the pressure off the players. Obviously, they know they've they know they've cocked up, but taking the taking that pressure, especially against the fan base, who not everyone is fully behind him because he's yet to prove himself, which is fair enough. Um, but but to take the pressure off and, uh, and say, yeah, it's my... It was basically, um, you, know, you lot don't know football. Um, yeah, I, 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 I quite enjoyed it. But um, yeah, he, he definitely got a reaction out of them for, from uh, what Tuesday night, because, uh, yeah, that was good. Uh, the, perfor- <laughs> the performance, especially the first half, was... Probably up there with with what 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 we've seen so far this season. Um, mm. To go away to to Ashton Gate, I, I understand that they're struggling at the moment, but 
they still have players on the pitch like Andy Vyman, who's been a feature in the Premier League, Chris Martin, um, countless times. From time. Coldplay? Hey? From Coldplay? Well, Andy Vyman? Chris Martin? Oh, Chris Martin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I realise that I'm talking to somebody who's over 30, <laughs> aren't I? Um, oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Chris Martin, who, who, who has been a main, was a mainstay in Derby's team as they got to countless championship playoff campaigns and stuff like that. So, look, they weren't in the best form, Bristol City, there, obviously, um, we took advantage of that. But I think that 45 minute performance definitely is one of the best that I've seen. Um, was put together um, really really impressed and then obviously we're going to kill it off in the second half but um, what, what did you make of it Ben of, of, of Tuesday night so we were listening to it because um, we we had uh, we had visitors and we couldn't really justify another trip down to the southwest in, in a few days but um, yeah we were listening to it and honestly I was stunned when uh, when it sounded, you know, the first goal went in. It it sounded like a special special goal. Worldly, worldly. Um, and then yeah, getting to see it afterwards, it's just like Jesus Christ! Like, did the keeper die? Like, he, he it looked like he collided with the post. Yeah, um, their, fan, their fans give their keeper a hard time. I think he's a, a young lad. I he sounded hmm. foreign. I did. He sounded his name sounded foreign. I think they, I think they all sort of said he had paper wrist or something like that. But it was Bajic. a Is it Bajic? Bright or something, yeah. But yeah, we know Matty Virtue can hit a ball like that. Um, uh, and to be fair, the movement on it as well. I think that what the camera doesn't pick up is the movement. Um, yeah, it was like it was it genuinely like. Do you remember those um, Jubilanis that were at the World Cup? In, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The ball, literally. I don't know. How, to be fair to the keeper, I don't know why their fans are, are getting up, but, but the ball just moved like like the World Cup balls did, and um, yeah. Right in the top, probably probably goal of the season. Uh, I would go far <laughs> to say. I can't think. I mean, of it, it it just seems a little bit like that old Mourinho gift, doesn't it? Where he's he's simulating going <laughs> like uh, that's probably a terrible thing to do on an audio <laughs> podcast. But I will I will tweet <laughs> I the gift. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna look forward to going through the uh, the audio the the video footage and putting that on uh, on Twitter at some point. Yeah, um, but it's it's a it, it was a hell of a strike. Um, and then they seem to build on it. Um, obviously, Ben House capitalising on a on a defensive slip up um, less than ten minutes later. Just again, another one that sounded like that was essentially what we were missing on Saturday um, was was that extra number nine. Um, and you know, fair play. Just just again, just touching quickly back on Saturday. I think fair play to Freddie Draper on Saturday. He did he did what he could, but he don't feel that he was getting the service that he needed. And then, obviously, the, the substitution of, of Adam Jackson going up front was uh, was a bit difficult. But yeah, back onto Tuesday. Um, I think the fact that you know Ben House, we we said this, um, we've said this before. I think Gaz said it on his his dog walk on. Uh, Wednesday morning, he sort of said, you know, that the thing with Ben House is his work rate. He's never going to be, you know, the Premier League number nine, 30 goals a season kind of player, but he will put in an incredible amount of work each game. And I think that's why people are warming to him very quickly because um, that's what people like to see. You know, they like to see people that A, will score goals and B, work very hard to do so. Um, and I think the fact is he's he's not played every game this season and he's already on five you know so he's he's 
he's got he's getting a return, um, which was something that I don't think people probably expected, given you know the fact that he's come from non-league and and was unproven, didn't know what to expect. Um, but I mean, from again, I've only seen the highlights, which were essentially the goals. So I've not seen too much else of the game. I mean, it it sounded on the radio like it was another one of those performances from Ben House. Yeah, yeah, really good from Ben. Um, worked his socks off again. Um, uh, and you know what? You, you sort of become accustomed to it, don't you, when you're watching. He sort, he's, he puts similar efforts, a similar sort of... I bet his r- running figures are probably up there, like from mm. the 11th. Uh, and that's really important because if you think about it, um, like last season when we didn't have Tom Hopper in that first half of the season, like mm. we were so poor offensively, like we were, we weren't pressing, we were dropping back. But to have somebody who can do the pressing just like Hops can um, mm. is And to be honest, Housey probably can finish a little bit better than Tom, and that's not a detriment to Tom uh, to Tom Hopper because he's you know, a, a very good finisher. Um, mm. But Housey is just very good of his feet. You know, like like we say, he's sort of like this number 10 that's playing up front, isn't he? Um, mm. That that with with the ball at his feet is is fantastic. He sort of glides over the turf with with the ball at his feet. And again, on, on Tuesday night, he picked the ball up. I think it was low that, that slipped over. Um, uh, and ever since, you know, the, the form that he's not, he's not in Sinterent in form, but if Ben House gets an opportunity, that guilt edge, I think you back him to take it nine times out of ten, and mm. really good composed finish on his on his on his left foot, and yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'll, th- I'll be honest when I saw when I saw it back, it, it looked like he'd taken maybe one touch too many. Yeah. Kind of, it looked like he'd drawn the defender in a little bit too much, and it, I I genuinely thought, you know, obviously the fact that I knew that he'd scored it, but if I was seeing that live, I would have probably thought, well, he's he's, he's maybe taken one yeah. too many touches yeah. um but you know he had the ball pretty close to him you know really good control and like you say very calm composed finish into the uh you know into the into the net so we should now though ben shouldn't we because you look at the goals that he scored so far this season um mm-hmm. you know the, the two at bristol the bristol rovers were very good and, and very mm-hmm. and very composed the one against derby was fantastic and then obviously the one last night um Trying to figure out the other goal that he scored. Um, if he scored five, crikey! Um, I, can't, but, I can't remember off the top of my head to be honest. But that the the, the other go- the goal that he scored on 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 Tuesday was probably my favourite goal that he scored so far. Um, mm. Really liking House, and I think for the exact reasons you mentioned that he works his bollocks off, and and I think Lincoln fans can can appreciate that and. Uh, and to be honest, he was this project striker that came in under Appleton wanted that and to be honest, that I can't imagine we paid a lot of money for him, but definitely one of the signings that definitely uh, have worked out for me. Um and he's only mm-hmm. been here what just under a year. So really impressive yeah. how and really looking forward to seeing what he can do up against a really uh, sort of injury um injury hit Plymouth bat line. That should be interesting on Saturday. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, we'll we'll sort of we'll carry on with with uh, with Tuesday um, for a little bit longer because we've we've obviously got another goal to talk about, which was uh, Paulie O'Connor. I think Charles Vernon's been getting rightly getting quite some a lot of plaudits recently. I think he's done very well. Um, he, I, I think he's been my 
you know, my shout for man of the match in, in a couple of games recently, even though we've not had the result that we wanted. I think he was very good against Accrington. Um, I think he he was possibly, I think him and maybe Regan Paul were, were the best of a bad bunch on Saturday. Um, and again, Tuesday night, he his name seemed to be coming through the commentary an awful lot. Um you know, putting decent crosses in. And it was from a dead ball. You know, he puts the ball across and eventually finds its way to Paulie O'Connor. It gets bundled in. Um, good way for him to score his first goal <laughs> against the championship side. And, uh, I mean, at that point, I don't think anyone's really sensed any danger. Um, I, I think, you know, the, the commentary made it sound like we were really comfortable. I think I've seen some stuff on Sky Sports News where the guy at the... Um, uh, uh, Ashton Gate was saying, you know, that they've been absolutely dominant. You know, Bristol City are, are really struggling to make it, like create anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it didn't sound like we were sitting back and trying to hit them. It just sounded like we were playing the kind of football that Mark Kennedy spoke about when he came in. You know, that sort of free flowing, not quite, well, maybe not free flowing, but like you know that, that attacking football with the, the intent and the you know the desire to go and score. Yeah, we had Bristol City penned in at, at several points throughout that first half, and uh, and I think um, in the game's two 0 going in at half time. That the next goal is absolutely pivotal, and if Bristol City get it, you think you stand to get a little bit nervy, aren't you? Um, mm. But fortunately, I think it what was it five minutes in. I, I can seem to remember. I don't know how the ball really fell through to Paulio Connor. It just seemed a bit of a mess, and then. Obviously, he, he tucked it home, which, you know, really happy for him. That's his, what, I think it's his first goal. So, um, you know, uh, and he seemed to like it. I think, I think he celebrated pretty pretty wildly as well, which which was nice to see because sometimes, for some reason, our players don't, don't like to celebrate. I'm not sure, I'm not sure what, <laughs> especially in front of the Selenity stand. I'd say it's the Selenity stand. That's all it is. Um, um, yeah, but no, yeah, uh, finish from Pordy, you know, he's definitely someone who's deserved his goal because over... You know, he had a shaky start. I think the Exeter mm-hmm. game is shaky, but ever since then, he's he's been a mainstay in the team. I think I've been really impressed with him week on week. Um, you know, he even when he plays as that right centre back, which probably isn't his best position, um, he's very good with his feet, which I wasn't expecting when we signed him. I, I was because obviously the, when he came, the reputation of his was um, this. Bull, that bloody nose, he's going to get in a few strikers' faces, he's going to be aggressive but to be fair, he's pretty tidy with the ball at his feet, so um, really, really impressive Paul and really happy that he got his goal on Tuesday as well Absolutely um, and then yeah, coming away from it you know, obviously, I think Bristol City wanted to get back into the game um, they sounded like they threw everything at us for the last 15-20 <laughs> minutes, which again you'd expect, Like <laughs> they're not going to be happy um, but you know the fans weren't necessarily. Well, the fans didn't sound happy at all. Um, They're not with the manager. They, I think a lot of them are, are wanting. I, mean, I went through the the Twitter the next day, and a lot of their fans were going, "Oh, corner flag, please! Let's get the statement out." And to to be honest, Nigel Pearson's a good manager as well, so mm. I, I'm surprised. But um, I, I can I could not imagine anything worse than being a Bristol City player and, and losing. To a team in the league below in a, in a cup that, a cup game that you should win and going I mean, to deal with Nigel Pearson in a in a in a, in a, in a dressing because I've seen him in press conferences when I was at uni when he was at Leicester and things like that he was one nasty he was he, he was horrible <laughs> to, to journos I can't imagine what he's like to his own players um, 
yeah bit of a dick yeah um but i mean it, it was just it just seemed like the total total opposite of saturday you know we we've gone from one of the worst performances that i've seen from you know from a lincoln city side on Saturday, um, one of, definitely one of the worst, worst results that I've seen, probably since um, Gosh, since I'll, old. Sure. Well, I, I I think that was during my my exile, but like the yeah, you know you lucky um, bastard, <laughs> but definitely you know since older shot um, twenty eleven, like it's it's easily one of the worst results that I've I can remember, and going back even further than that, it reminds me of the the game against Emily. Um, I think you might be slightly too young for that one. Yeah, um, remember Ben. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, you know, coming off the back of that to wiping the floor with the Championship side on Tuesday night, and yes, okay, they, you know, they, they will say it was a weakened side. You know, they had a few, a few of the younger players playing, but ultimately, you know, they, I think it sounded a bit like they underestimated what we were going to do. Um, Maybe you know. Yeah, they had some good players on the pitch. Then, like I said before, and they and they brought lads on. Like they, they brought on um, yeah. Alex Scott, who's been linked with the likes of Man United and Chelsea and Tottenham. Yeah, uh, they brought they, they threw the cal- cavalry at it. Um, uh, Semenya was someone who, who who's been in really good form for them over the last sort of twelve thirteen months. Surprised he was as poor as what he was. Um, but but yeah, that look. I think they'll comfortably, well, not maybe not comfortably, but I think they'll be a championship club next season. Um, mm. But to go there to an established championship club who are probably looking more towards the Premier League than than they are League One, as most championship clubs are. Um, I think it was a really good performance and a, re- a, a you know, um, definitely a statement from from Kennedy and uh, and the lads really just to say right, well, we're not as useless as you think we all are. Um, so uh, yeah, no, really, really impressed, Ben. Like, couldn't couldn't put it, fathom it, and put it into words. Um, you know, sort of coming home, it was, it was a, it was a really good performance and a really good result as well. Um, obviously, we say all this in, and we're going to draw Gillingham away. So uh, definitely worth it. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait for it when, like you say, we will inevitably draw Gillingham away, and it will be or a child day or MK. It will just be, it will be one of the the bad ones, won't it? Yeah. And as an aside, did you see them? Did you see MK Stadium? Yes, I did. Yeah, pathetic. What that was surprise. awful. Absolutely um, awful. Next to nobody in. To be know. fair, though, they did play Morecambe, who, who were who were like travelling what best part of three hundred mile round trip to to go down there. Um, but it's poor. Yeah, but- I mean, I'm not criticising the Morecambe fans. I'm, I'm saying that, that there should have been quite a few more than that in the ground. For anyway, you know, interesting one. But um, yeah, the the two matches this week couldn't have been any further apart from each other um, in terms of you know result and reaction. I think it was um, it was it was interesting uh, to see just how you know, manic things got and how depressive things got in the two games. Um, so, yeah. Um, we'll move on um, because we've obviously had a little bit more news from the club this week um, surrounding the Stacey West. So, the um, Stacey West stand is 
being redeveloped. Obviously, the, the bond got put out a while ago. Supporters invested. We raised some money for it with the um, with the raffle and stuff. Um, and then everything went a bit mad. Um, prices started rising. We obviously had you know the COVID season and all the rest of it, and it just got. Well, I think the COVID season was during it, wasn't it? I can't genuinely can't remember the timeline at this stage, but it, it just got worse and worse, and the development had to be rejigged. So that you know, they said, right, well, we're going to be putting in the the corporate boxes, and you know, this is the new plan for it. Some people got very agitated by that and said, oh, well, it's you know, it's not about increasing the capacity anymore. It's just about you know the sponsors and the corporates, and then. I think the the rising costs again have led to these new documents coming out. Um and I think it looks really nice. I think it looks I think it looks great. Like you know they they've um they've put the plans out there. It's a a big, you know, um a big development. There's a, a huge community hub in there which is where the foundation are going to live. Um it will increase the grounds capacity to 11 and a half thousand. Um, I believe is the yep eleven and a half thousand is the figure that's on the website, um, and the big thing for the supporters I think is probably going to be stuff like the new mains water supply, which is desperately needed at the club because none of the toilets flush. That'll hopefully solve the uh, everlasting question at the fans forums for for Liam. Probably been asked tonight, Ben. Is there a fans forum tonight, or was it? Was yeah, it it's out. It's out in Ruskington, isn't it? Tonight. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so there's new power supplies going in. Um, and then they're going to be used, getting a new irrigation system. Um, so that's, you know, it's all interesting. And then the, the new hub's going to be uh, a social space, family activities. Um, there's going to be a prayer room there for, you know, for religion, uh, religious folks to, to head in. Um, and I think it just looks like a really well thought out, solid project. Um, obviously, they've reacted the way that they have done because they've had to. <laughs> Um, you know, they they couldn't press ahead with the two tier plan, with the the costs being what they were. I think, if I remember rightly, I think there was seven hundred and fifty grand or more was the figure quoted that it had gone up by at one stage. Um, but yeah, it, it wasn't. It did it just wasn't feasible to do it anymore. But probably the most exciting thing is the fact that we, you know, they're going to be putting rail seating in, um, and it'll be going in in the Stacey West and also into upper seven in the uh, GBM stands. So yeah. Thoughts on this one, Jake? Yeah. I mean, it's not really something that I've paid massive amount of attention to. Obviously I can remember when all the, the plans came through. Um, it's quite excited actually about having like a two tiered away and maybe a little bit like um, what QPR have got. I thought it might be something a little bit like that. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, obviously they had to rescale it. They've had to to rejig it, uh, and I completely understand. Um, I can understand why people were, were, were a little bit upset because maybe you know the, the idea there was an opportunity for the club to kick on and increase capacity, and uh, and I can see why people were disappointed. Obviously, there are circumstances that have caused the, the club to react the way they have, um, like you say, like. The, the, the rising cost if you said it's an extra three quarters of a million if, if, you, if you're saying to me would you rather um, would you rather have this new stand or would you rather have the club have 750k in the bank so that they can continue to run on a month to month basis then 
given the current climate of, of football and, and the way that's going, I'd rather the club keep the 750k and just sort of change the plans a little bit. Obviously, mm. it's going to be massive for the foundation. They're going to have a new home. Um, obviously, they do a load of great work that, that we all know about. Um, I think I've seen, obviously, Gaz ran for them the other week. I'm pretty sure um, Ross Burberry's doing some running for the foundation at the minute as well. I think he's doing... 10 mm-hmm. 10k's in, in 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 10 days or something like that it, forgive me if i'm wrong um but i know he's doing some charity for the the foundation and you know we have to realize that you know the foundation affects people that aren't even lincoln city fans so there's a lady that i, that I work with her lad goes and plays football at the foundation he, he, she has no interest in lincoln so it's clearly a massive thing for the city um so to give them a new home is really good um I'm not sure if I like the bo- the idea of corporate boxes behind, if that's going to be the away end. Um, no, that's gone think- now. That's gone. Oh, the box, so there's no boxes. Yeah, so that, that's what I was saying. They, they've, they've, been, um, they've been scrapped now. Um, well, that's, so that's part of this work. new redesign. They, they, don't, they don't work in the away end, because you can imagine they'll just either get trashed or, or yeah. it's going to cause... This, like, I, I think it's Wolves, definitely. They've got bo- boxes above their away end and pretty sure Birmingham City have as well and that it never ends well like especially when you've got the likes of Derby, Ipswich, Sunderland Wednesday coming to town it's just it's going to end in carnage so um, yeah look, like, like I said I've clearly seen the photos but I've not read what what's going on typical me really um, <laughs> I'm yeah, the one that's look, not supposed to research Jake not you yeah I know I, well, I, no, I watched the video and I looked at it and thought yeah that looks nice I'll move on um, <laughs> yeah as I say it looks nice I'm sure it's going to be better to look at than, than what it is in the minute because I look at the back of the Stacey West and think god you are ugly, uglier than half the women I've taken home um, which which is or never one of them eh? or one, or of, one them. of them no, I, um, I wasn't going to make a joke Ben but I'm not you know what I've improved I'm not going to make a joke this week Ben <laughs> about it you know still cut it out um but anyway yeah like i'm looking at the plans now um i've got i've got the plans in front of me um ben's doing research no it it genuinely looks quite interesting like the the, um the the back of the stand uh in the on the ground floor um is basically going to have a big classroom four offices a function room um a breakout area uh and um uh, what's that there sort of changing rooms and you know bits and bobs there and then the upstairs currently is uh marked as future expansion space so it's obviously not all going in all at once and you know there will be room for improvement and, and further expansion down the line but i mean it just shows that this is it, it's not kind of just being put on there and a load of empty space being left under the ground um under the stand rather it's um it's kind of being put in with a purpose um the uh where are we sorry just looking at it now it looks like it's obviously it's going on the back of the existing stand so it's going to essentially double in depth by the looks of things um so yeah it just looks like an exciting project and obviously it will increase the capacity at the ground um although not as much as the initial plan that was there which i'm sure some people find a reason to moan about but i i genuinely can't i think it's a good thing um, and anything that helps with the uh, anything that helps with the foundation is uh, is all right in my book. So yeah, good stuff. Check it out. The plans are all on the website and everything. Uh, Weareimps.com if you want to have a look at that. Um, I've, I've been I've been impressed with that. It's been uh, it's been good. So 
Uh, I don't think there's any other news this week, is there? I think the only other thing, no, really... Not, not just yet, because it's uh, currently 5 to 10. And yeah. The, yeah Man, so. United, Man United have won, Ben, so you can... You can clench your fist and, and give a bit you of a were the one that was saying you were excited about possibly getting them earlier not yeah, me yeah because my dad's a United fan that's why <sighs> you get to go to Old Trafford for, the, for like the eighth time but that would be good for you bet it runs in the blood mate um, no it's all uh, I, I've have I been to Old Trafford? I've, I've not been to Old Trafford I've been to Carrington which is where this whole bloody rumour started <laughs> but, um, should we talk about Plymouth then? yeah let's talk about Plymouth because um, you know I don't want to talk about Man United. Um, they are, well, where they are for a very good reason. I think they've, you know, they've essentially torn up most of the division uh, this season so far. They are, um, if you take Saturday aside, you know, where our, our Lincolnshire brothers, for want of a better word in the FA Cup, took them <laughs> apart. Well, they're brothers when they beat teams that we don't like. Um, otherwise, they're just cardheads. But um, yeah, I mean, look at the you look at the past results in the league. You've got four one against MK Dons, two all at Bristol Rovers, which surprised me a little bit. Two one against Shrewsbury, and you have got four two against Exeter. It's like they're not afraid of scoring goals, um, and I just think it's uh, it, it's going to be a very very tough game on Saturday that. Um, I think people will need to understand, yes, this is a tough game. This is not going to be uh, a walk in the park. But, you know, they're sitting top of the league, played 17, 41 points. Can you see them dropping off in the season? And more importantly, will it start on Saturday? Um, this is a difficult question because Plymouth, like us, the year we were riding high at the top of the league, uh, are very much focused on their loan players, so their loan players are very big for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, one we know very well, Morgan Whitaker. Um, I've read several reports today that he might be getting recalled by Swansea in the in the January window, which would massively affect them. Uh, they've also got Barley Mumba, who's on loan from Sunderland. Uh, he's been absolutely influential for them. He's been fantastic. Um, so if they were to lose those two. They might be a little bit up up shit creek. Um, they've contributed a lot of goals and assists for them over over the season. But do you know what I, I do the the league on show with Nappers every Monday night or, or Wednesday night whenever we do it. I, I sort of run out of superlatives for Plymouth week in week out. They're, they're genuinely fantastic. I don't know if you've watched them, Ben, while they've been on Sky over the last couple of weeks. They they beat Ipswich, didn't they? As I say, the Ipswich game was on Sky, wasn't it? And they also beat Exeter. I think it was last. I think it was even Monday. Yeah, last Monday, wasn't it? Mm. Um, it was a week ago now. They they, they beat Plymouth. Um, Plymouth they beat Exeter four two on Sky. Um, they played really well in that game, and you know that at home part they're fantastic. They've won nine from nine, so it's a good job of playing them at, at our ground on Saturday. Um, mm. Away from home, they have struggled more. You know, say struggle. They've got forty-one points, and we're, we're in November. They they could be fifty points before Christmas, which is mind-blowing. Um, um, yeah, really good side. Got a really good gaffer. Obviously, he he came in following Ryan Lowe off to my best mate Ryan Lowe off to went off to Preston. Um, <laughs> but yeah, everything's sort of been consistent. You know, with Shuey, he was the assistant where he was at at, Burn, at Barry as well. So. Yeah, look, they're a good side, Ben, and 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 fortunately for us, that 
they've struggled against us over the last 12 months. Obviously, we got four points off them in the league last year. Um, it's going to be a tough game. Um, they play uh, three at the back uh, with wing-backs that play high. They normally play with um, a big striker in Sam Cosgrove with the likes of um, Ryan Hardy playing off him, Morgan Whitaker playing off him. So, expect those to cause trouble. Um, I have been doing Plymouth... Uh, I did a Plymouth podcast last night um, and they were telling me about the centre-half, one of the big centre-halves got injured against Grimsby on the weekend. Um, Dan Scar has, been again, been massive for them and Conor Grant, who's their marauding left wing-back. So, it might be a good time to play them because they've got a lot of injuries. Um, so, also, one lad that's out is Finn Azaz, who's on loan from Aston Villa. He's been massive for them this year he's scored some really good goals and some really important goals as well um, so it's a good time to play them um, they might have to revert to four at the back which they've not done a lot of over the last sort of 12 to 15 months so it could be interesting but like you say they're, they're going to come here full of confidence based on the, the last sort of couple of games that they've played and um, I think they've got every right to do so because they genuinely could get promoted with over 100 points but that's how good this Plymouth team are um, uh, for me I expect them to get promoted but um, yeah to answer your question I don't see them tailing off uh, uh, only unless they have a severe catastrophe and, and sort of um, lose all the best players but I, I can't see that happening yeah, I mean, I think the the big thing, obviously, there's going to be a lot of people pointing at Morgan Whitaker and saying, "Oh, why couldn't he do that for us last season?" And I think he did. He did do it yeah. for us last season. <laughs> You've sort of taken my point. I mean, he, he did. <laughs> he, he did, but I think at the same time, is he? Is it just me, or is he playing in a different position with with Plymouth? Um, yeah. So obviously, we played him. Well, either Michael Appleton played him sometimes at wing back and played him on the right on the right hand side, didn't he? With yeah. Plymouth, they don't play a wide front three. They play a two narrow tens behind a striker. Right, okay. And they all interchange a little bit. So, okay. Um, so he's sort of playing on the right of that. But he also gets to go up front and he gets to drop in deep. Yeah, he's a very good player. He's going to cause us one or two problems, I would imagine. I, listen, I hope he gets a good reception because um, obviously he's a Lincoln lad. Uh, I know he won't, but. He's a Lincoln lad. He, he, let's be honest, people might question his attitude, but he was probably one of our top three players towards the back end of last season for me. Mm. Um, scored some really important goals as well. So um, I, for one, will be clapping Morgan Whitaker on, on Saturday, regardless of what people think. But. Well, I mean, bear in mind, he was booed onto the pitch when he came on as a substitute during, in one game last season. Yeah, um, my my anticipation for a good re- uh, good reception for him is is pretty minimal to be honest with you um but yeah i i i think it's one of those uh very very difficult games um but we've somehow seemed to come out of these games so far this season with with something um you know whether whether we we set up the same way again with five at the back um i don't know people you know potentially suggesting it's negative Maybe, uh, you know, maybe look at that. Maybe look at Tuesday night because it didn't seem negative then. Um, I think the most interesting part of of Saturday and Tuesday to me was, um, at least on Saturday, let me just double check Tuesday. Yeah, so, you know, you've got Regan Paul playing as a right wing back, which 
isn't his natural position. You know, it, it, it's not. It doesn't seem his natural position. You know, for me, he's, he's settled in really well as a centre back. Yes, he can he play at right back. The club is a right back, though. Then. Yeah, and I was going to say, yeah, obviously, yes, he, he started. You know, played as played at right back last year, but I, I just don't think I don't necessarily see him as a uh, a right wing back. But he's, he, you know, he did fairly well. Um, so whether it'll be more more consistent as a flat back five in a way, you know, sort of having having him as a as as a right wing uh, as was well, a right back rather than a right wing back on Saturday. I don't know. It's going to be a, a very interesting one. Personally, I can see us taking the same approach as we have done um with the, the other games recently and we've managed to get a result. Um I can almost see it being a little bit like the Ipswich game in that I'm fairly certain that we're going to get battered. Um you know from in terms of attacking football and it's whether we can soak that up and make sure that we're we're doing all right. So um yeah, I'm not not expecting much on Saturday, but they seem to have been the most well the games that we've we've tended to get the most from recently. So um hopefully we can get some hopefully we can get some and it'd be good. Uh but I think it's probably about it. We've not got a preview this week, have we? Because uh your your contact was busy last night and and I and you you're busy tonight, so I am we don't... I'm a I'm a I'm a busy man. And now they've said the draw is not going to take place for another half an hour over the next half an hour. So, so yeah, there we go. We have just seen the fourth round draw for the Carabao Cup. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we're Lincoln City are away at Southampton the week before Christmas. Um, I don't want to do it anymore, Ben. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a just running through the draw quickly. Wolves, Gillingham, so that was at least one game we you know didn't want to get. Southampton, Lincoln, Blackburn, Forest, Newcastle, Bournemouth, Manchester City, Liverpool, Manchester United, Burnley, MK Dons, Leicester, Charlton, Brighton. So of that, I think there's only what two all Premier League ties. Oh, uh, I yeah. wasn't listening, mate. So yeah, probably cool. Cheers. Well, yeah. So we've <laughs> we've drawn Southampton. Those fans of a certain age and above will remember that we have history with Southampton in this competition. Um, the last time we faced them was 96, 97. Um, and that was the third round. And it still sticks in my mind to this day uh, with possibly one of the worst dives that I've ever seen, uh, giving Southampton a penalty. And they went on to win 3 1. Um, and I, I'm very much aware that Jake is pointing at my uh, can, my screen. I can, I can see you and I, Emery, in the background. <laughs> yeah, my TV is reflecting in the uh, in in the frames behind me. But uh, good evening. Yeah, so Southampton, um, not not the best of draws, is it? Um, but you know, no. Think, what yeah. is it? We get forty five percent of the gate receipts or something. Yeah, they won't sell out because they're currently on the. If you look at them, you look at the last sort of three or four months, Southampton are planning for life in the Championship. They've just obviously got rid of Harson Hootel, who was sacked after four years in charge, and they've brought in Nathan Jones, who is someone that we know very well from his time at Luton. Yeah. Uh, that little bloody rat, uh, Nathan <laughs> Jones. Um, so, yeah, obviously we've come up against him. That Look, that. I think they recruited a lot of under 20 year olds in the summer as well so they're clearly like sort of going for that 
youth yeah. development sort of trend. They've got some good players, to be fair. I mean, players that, that you'd definitely be interested in from a Lincoln point of view, but um, it's it's probably just the worst. It, it was this and Bournemouth were the worst ties at, away from home. Like, yeah. just... I mean, mind you, mind you, I seem to remember people saying a similar thing when we drew Burnley. Oh, oh, brilliant! So we're gonna we're gonna win it. We're gonna win it. <laughs> Are we gonna sign Sean Raggett for the afternoon to come down the road from Portsmouth? And uh, you know what him. I mean. Like it's 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 not the best of ties that we could have hoped for, but you know, at least Danny Cowley can go and watch us. <laughs> just down the road um, so yeah there we go uh, Lincoln away at Southampton in the next round of the Carabao Cup um, it'll be played they said the week before Christmas so the week beginning the 19th uh, it'll undoubtedly be a Tuesday night game or a Wednesday night game so uh, early starts late finishes for some um, going to be a fun one uh, kind of book a hotel. Did you see the um, Newcastle played Southampton away this weekend? Didn't they? Did you see one of their fans booked a um, a boat as an Airbnb? I might see if I can do the same. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> the Stacey see West that. boat. <laughs> HMS Stacey West. Um, so there we go. Uh, that is this week's Stacey West podcast. Um, I d- I'm still sort of trying to trying to find good things about the away draw at Southampton to be honest and I'm struggling but uh, yeah new ground new ground for me and I, I will be going because uh, I've already had a text off my Pompey supporting friend asking me if he if he if I can go he can come with me so um, okay yeah looking looking forward to that actually <laughs> cool well there we go I say that's going to do us for this week uh, next week I think will be Chris and Gaz um, and you. until then yeah until then uh, we will see you at the bank on Saturday and up the imps up the imps it's the 90th minute and all your mates around watching the imps on iFollow you've got your McNugget share boxes on the go your mate's already got booked for double dipping, but then you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.